Hi everyone, I'm Taylor from taylorpayman.com. Motherhood is hard, and it's even harder when we try and do it alone. This podcast is about building community through our personal stories and shared experiences. I hope that through these episodes, you find peace of mind, inspiration, and learn something new. Happy Friday. Happy, happy Friday. New episode for you today. And as I sit down today, uh, I feel a little bit kind of all over the place. I was taking a couple deep breaths before I hopped on to record, and it was one of those moments where you have so many thoughts going through your mind and so many things you're trying to juggle and so many things you're trying to plan that everything just feels really dizzy up there. <laughs> um, I I see a therapist every week. Thank God. It's really the only thing that's been helping me stay sane um, so far in motherhood and um, definitely in this last year of COVID. And one of the things that I noticed with her, I had actually these racing thoughts earlier today when I was, when I had my session with her. Um, and something that she encouraged me to do then that I'm going to do right now with you <laughs> in case it's something that's helpful for you is to attempt to pay attention to that and slow the thoughts down a little bit. Easier said than done, I know, but we'll give it a try together and maybe um maybe my process helps helps you in this moment or on your own time to just slow down and notice your own racing thoughts because uh it definitely helps me feel more grounded and by grounded I mean literally feeling my feet on the ground it's like oh I'm not up in my head anymore I actually notice that I am attached to the ground I am standing or sitting in one place, despite my mind feeling all over the place. And also a reminder to just get out of my head, because that's a dangerous place to be, right? If we spend too much time up there, oh my god. (laughs) It's a disaster up there sometimes, most days. So why not drop back into our bodies? And even as I'm like saying this right now, I can feel myself dropping into my body and the first way that I know that is I get goosebumps it's like oh hi hi body hi arms hi belly (laughs) hi legs it's nice to be back it's nice to be back hi there thanks for listening in Starting in January 2021, I'll be leading a weekly mama's meditation group every Wednesday night. I don't know about you, but when I give myself some time each week to reset and slow down a bit, I feel so much happier and present in my day-to-day, and it's so hard to stay consistent in that by yourself. So this group is the perfect place to do just that, and all you have to do is show up. Also, this group will be donation-based, so pay what you can and 10% of each month's donations will go towards organizations that work to directly support mothers, families, and birth workers from underserved communities. To learn more about this group, you can visit my website at taylorpayman.com community, and I will also link this in the show notes down below. Thanks again for tuning in. Let's get back to this week's episode. So 
so uh yeah slowing my thoughts down let's see what comes to the surface shall we let's see what i see well the first thing that comes to mind for me is um I'm feeling a lot of angst lately about um, all the things that I'm trying to do. And and all the roles that I'm trying to fill. And all the responsibilities or even obligations I feel to others, some by choice, some by blood, (laughs) and it makes for a really interesting tension that I've been carrying around with me lately. There's been a couple things that um, I've been dragging my feet on around making decisions on, And for a few reasons, um, just haven't been able to make a decision. And as a result, I end up spinning out in my head around all these different options. I feel like a chess player, like in the the Queen's Gambit, where I'm like laying in bed. I don't know if any of you guys saw that show, but if you do, you know what I'm talking about. You lay on your bed, you look up at the ceiling, and it's like you're you're playing the game. You're imagining all the moves that you can take and how they're going to end up. And that's how I feel when I'm when I'm sitting on a on a decision. The longer I sit, first of all, the more pressure I feel to getting it right. Because I've taken all this time, right? I should know exactly what I want to do. And um there's a few details that I, I don't feel comfortable sharing yet, so that's why I'm being a little vague here. But, you know, when you're sitting on making a decision, it can uh it can wear at you. And mentally, I think that's what I'm feeling. And I know that that's where this like dizziness is coming from is me trying to find the perfect solution that makes everybody happy. And of course, toward, you know, at the end, I always come up with the same conclusion, which is that you can't make everybody happy. And so all that really matters for yourself is to figure out what matters for you and to communicate that. So that also brings up the topic for me around just like decision overload and I'm curious any other mom is out there feeling that 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 overload (laughs) that pressure of just all the freaking decisions you have to make on a day-by-day basis and then if your partner comes to you asking for you to make a decision it's like daggers daggers fly out of my eyes towards him like how dare you ask me to make another decision? <laughs> I don't care what we have for dinner. Just make a decision. Just pick it. Just pick it. So I'm feeling a lot of overwhelm right now around all these decisions and obligations um, that I am dragging my feet on. And they feel so big. They feel so big. And yet, and because of it, it, it it kind of is like a kink in a in a hose where if I stop making a decision, I'm dragging my feet on one decision, all the other decisions, the, even the easy ones around what to have for breakfast, somehow get really caught up in all that. And it makes it really hard for me to make any decision. <laughs> 
And it's like this loop that I'm noticing with myself. Um, I have over the years, especially since Boo's been born, because I'm sorry, when you become a mom, the amount of decisions that you have to make, not just for yourself, but apparently for everybody in your family is completely overwhelming. And, uh, yeah, it's like, those are the moments where I daydream about going on vacation for an extended period of time, somewhere my phone doesn't work, alone, on a beach, definitely a beach, and just, (laughs) just live there for a while. (laughs) Like, no one to reach me, no one to ask me where this thing is, no one to ask me what we're, what we're gonna have for dinner, or, I don't know. I don't know. Just all the things that pop up. But it does feel it does feel better to do the slowing down exercise of just talking about it out loud or also journaling. I've talked about journaling a lot uh, on this podcast, so I won't again, but I I'll, I'll just put my little plug in for how um how it really does help you slow down a bit. Because you can only write it so fast, right? Like your thoughts can breeze past your consciousness. You know, the, the rate at which you can think things is, it feels rapid fire sometimes. But are you actually conscious to those thoughts? Like if you slowed them down enough to say it out loud like me right now or to write it down, it would it would come out a little differently and... I have found that I get really sick of myself. (laughs) Like I get really sick of the stories that I'm telling myself because I notice them or I hear them out loud or I see them on the paper and I'm like, oh man, yeah, I don't want to go down that route. Let's, Let's talk about something else. Let's focus on something else. So it helps in that way. So yeah, I've just been, um, I've been dragging my feet on that and, and I guess like the top one of the topics that I'll share is just the topic of seeing family and for any mamas listening that have family from out of town uh, that have family out of town you'll you'll know what I'm talking about (laughs) you know it's like um at least for me I can say I love living in California you know there's a lot of things wrong with California especially right now during COVID there's a lot of a lot of angst with the people who live here um to some degree, but I love it. (laughs) I love the weather. Um, I've got family back in the Midwest and the East coast right now, and they are getting just like pummeled with snow and, you know, single digit weather or even negative degree weather. And, you know, sometimes it's 50 degrees in the morning. Sometimes it's 45 degree more in the morning here. Sometimes it's cold rain. Sometimes there's wind in the afternoon that, you know, can freeze your face, at least for me. But, I love the weather. I love the warm sun. I love that I am within, you know, a short drive to all kinds of nature. Eucalyptus forests and redwood forests and the beach. And uh, it's just, I love it. I love the people here. I love the conversations that I have with people here. Um, this is definitely like a wellness hub. You can feel it. A yoga hub. You can feel it. And... I love it here. And then there's, but then there's this angst of like family that's so far away and missing them a lot and wishing that we could, you know, see each other more easily. 
And then there's like the weighted ad of COVID, which I hate to keep talking about this, but it's like without talking about it, I just feel like I'm I'm not being real. Like it's still here. It's still affecting people. It's still affecting us. And, you know, just when you feel like, you know, things are getting better and maybe life is getting back to normal, you're reminded of some of the realities of like, okay, but for me to see my family, I have to get on a plane. And are all airlines like leaving the sing- the middle seat open still? I don't think so. I don't think so. And like, again, I go back into the decision overload of like, oh God, all the steps and things that I have to think about and plan about in order to make this happen. Um, and then, you know, sometimes I have the thought of like, well, can't family come to us? Can't they hop on the plane? But then I'm like, do I want them hopping on the plane right now? I don't know. I don't know. I just know that this needs to go away. (laughs) We need to, we need to all get vaccinated and, and I hope that that helps. (laughs) And I hope that that brings things back to normal. And, um, and then there's the angst of, you know, starting your own business, which, oh man, like it is not for the soft hearted. That is for sure. And, uh, I am definitely, I consider myself soft hearted. So, um, it's hard. It is so hard putting yourself out there, starting a new business, um, and trying to figure out how to authentically approach people who you genuinely want to help and support and, um, without diagnosing them too. As a coach, I think sometimes it can be really easy to fall into this trap of like, oh, I know this person who has, who's struggling with this, this, and this coaching would be the best thing for them. It might not be, it might not be. And so it's just taking, it's a long, it's a long learning process, starting something new. And I haven't been new at something in a very long time. Oh, no, that's not true. I'm a new mom. (laughs) Oh yeah. I'm doing both at the same time. That's great. Um, so great that I'm realizing that right now, but yes, (laughs) it's actually a very similar feeling. Um, very different, in some ways, but starting a business, um, it definitely hurts in some ways that being a new mom can, where there's, there's just such a tug and pull on like how you spend your time and wanting to dedicate the time to growing this thing, but also realizing that like you need some space from it too. It's a very lonely process being an entrepreneur and starting your own business yeah, it's, it's really lonely at first, you know, especially when you're just building your network and, and, um, I'm really lucky in the training process that I'm doing for my coaching. It allows, it, it comes with a network <laughs> embedded of alumni, of teachers, of mentors, of other students that we're connected with all the time. And I'm so, so grateful for that network because I would not be able to do this. I would not be able to get this up and going in any capacity if it weren't for them. And <laughs> I'm laughing now because I'm seeing the connection, but, you know, motherhood is also really lonely, especially when you're just starting out. And even more so now in COVID times, right, where like it forces you to be even more isolated than motherhood can already make you feel sometimes. I'm, I'm feeling lonely these days, if I'm being real. Is that weird to say out loud? It feels really vulnerable to share. Let me just say that. Um, but yeah, I'm lonely. I'm lonely. Like, 
you know, it's hard. I get outside every day with Blue. Almost every day. And we always go to a park or we go to Golden Gate Park and we just climb around in some of the like trees and um, there's a place called Swan Lake. Maybe I'm going to mess this up. Snow Lake. <laughs> if you're listening, you live in San Francisco, you know what I'm talking about. This like island <laughs> in the middle of this lake in, um, in Golden Gate Park. And there's a hill, that, like a big hill that we like to climb um, and play in the dirt and throw little rocks in the water near ducks and so they think it's food and they come over and they hang out with us and a lot of nature basically and I did that because I was starting to lose my shit I was losing my shit watching her in the morning or all day long when we did before and I started thinking to myself what are things that I love like I I would spend so much time doing things for her I mean so much of motherhood is that and especially if you're a primary caretaker so much of it is like what do you do for her or you do what what do I do for her because it makes it easier on me right um but I started thinking what are the things that I love to do that could also be relatively easy to do with her and I mean I love being in nature I love being in the woods. I love the smell of the eucalyptus here and um, the stillness of nature. There's nothing more calming for me than to go for a hike or to go for a walk and be around nobody but trees. (laughs) And it really, talk about slowing me down, like it slows me down almost to an annoying rate, right? Where then you start craving more stimulation but it slows me down enough to like actually consciously hear my thoughts and it makes it more manageable, makes things more manageable. And so I love being in nature. It's so therapeutic for me, so relaxing and fun. And so I'm like, what if I just started bringing her to more places in nature that I want to go? And I've learned there's like certain places I really shouldn't take her. Like right now she's obsessed with eating sand Maybe it's a deficiency. We're looking into it. I'm not really sure, but she, it might be a defiant thing right now, just like as she's ex- be- like becoming more of a toddler. We don't really know. But going to the beach right now basically means I'm like having to like wrestle her from eating sand. So <laughs> I'm not doing that. Um, there's other places where like it's more dangerous for her to go because she's just going to wander into the street. We're not going to do that. But this island in the lake, which I, I'm going to look it up on my phone so that I, you guys all know what I'm talking about. I know if you live in the Bay Area, you know what I'm talking about right now. And you're like, seriously, Taylor. Um, Strawberry Hill in the middle of Stowe Lake. There we go. Stowe. I always want to say Swan Lake. Um, in the middle of Stowe, Stowe Lake. And um, I love that hill because one, there's like these like log um steps that blue loves to climb it's like her go-to she sees them she books it you can't get her off those things and it takes a while to climb up in the meantime like you can look around and get some good views in (laughs) breathing some fresh air and um it's like relatively low energy for me there's not much I have to do and being in nature there's so much for her to explore that like I basically don't exist which also again makes it easy for me win-win 
And um, so we go, try to go out in nature a lot. And um, that definitely makes things easier on me. And it's something I love. So again, it started from that place of like, what are some things that I can do that make it things easier? And, um, but, you know, especially with COVID, there's like this level of loneliness that comes. It's like, or I could go to the park, I could go to the playground with her. And there's other mamas or there's other nannies that I can talk to. Um, but you never see the same person twice. And it feels like you're going to, um, oh my God, I feel like I could talk about this for a while, but going to the playground feels like going to a bar sober by yourself, trying to meet people. Um, and then try doing that with like a, um, an irritable toddler attached to you too, (laughs) that you have to like keep track of. (laughs) Um, so it's hard. It's like, you know, some, I think I'm a, a relatively outgoing person. Um, I mean, I'm not the best at having, um, uh, I get really worn out easily when I have a lot of like kind of shallow conversations with people that are more just kind of like hey how's your day how about the weather you know I get really exhausted in those conversations if I could go to the the playground and just start talking to people about their life philosophies or um you know their dreams or hey what are your dreams um I could do that for hours that would energize me which I guess is a good thing that I'm a coach but yeah going to the playground like just is exhausting for me and as many times as I have gone to the playground or as many playgrounds as I have gone to I very rarely see the same people twice which is so weird so weird because I'm going there relatively the same times (laughs) Uh, that's the other thing that makes it so lonely where like by the end of it you just stop wanting to have conversations with parents let alone like you're doing it with a mask on your face so you don't even really know what these people look like um which also actually makes me think maybe they have been at the park again but like I don't realize it because they're wearing something different or they have a different mask on that day like how do you know who you're actually talking to and you got to keep a distance right so it's not like I can see their eyes (laughs) Um, I, I guess I usually base it on the kid because the, the kids are so young, they're unmasked or you kind of, I guess I recognize some of the kids. So I guess maybe their parents are there. So that's awkward. Maybe I have seen them again. And I just don't say hi. Um, so everything is, everything is harder right now. And that's what I'm feeling. And that's what I'm wanting, wanting to express in this episode, that everything feels like that. So if you feel like that, you are not alone, my friend. I feel it. And yet... We still have to move forward, right? <laughs> the exhausting dance of, of motherhood where you put them to sleep and you get a breath and you get a moment of silence and peace and stillness. But then it all starts up the next day. And so how do we keep our strength day after day after day after day? How do we keep moving forward without falling off track for too long? How do we keep it going? Or is that the wrong question, right? Should we? No, I mean, like, I'm not saying, like, do anything drastic here. But, I mean, like, things have to change, right? Things have to change. So, yeah, how do we move forward with this? What is, like, the next step that we can take when I'm feeling overwhelmed or dizzy with my thoughts And I come back to that place of slowing down and 
whether that's talking out loud to yourself in a microphone (laughs) or it's going for a walk in nature or it's journaling, writing down my thoughts or it's meditating, you know, that is the only thing that I have found to consistently bring me the reset and perspective shift that I need sometimes when things are really tough or really overwhelming is just some form of slowing down. Because if I'm trying to keep up with the speed at which my thoughts are going to help me keep thing, keep juggling all the things I'm juggling, I will lose my shit. And I have sometimes. No joke. I've dropped one of the balls of the juggling things that I am juggling. <laughs> I have lost my marbles sometimes. And again, I go back to well, what works what helps slowing down oh adding that adding to the list therapy I guess talking out loud into a microphone is one thing but you could also talk out loud to somebody else (laughs) that's helpful too (laughs) so we started this episode with a tornado of thoughts (laughs) in my mind and um hmm I feel like that tornado is still there, but I'm like, I'm not interested in it. Like I'm realizing that it's like, it's just a distraction and that like life is happening where at the speed that I am at right now. And yeah, sometimes you just need to like let things settle a little bit before you can see them more clearly. You know, I'm reminded of this a lot when I'm coaching my clients or when I'm getting coached myself by my mentor coach or even um, when I'm like when I'm doing my weekly meditation group. I guess it's the same thing. I guess I'm realizing here the feeling that I have when I'm coaching someone, when I'm being coached, when I'm meditating, when I'm journaling, when I'm walking in nature, when I'm talking in a microphone, when I'm at therapy, or when I'm meditating is I always picture the same visual of a shaken up snow globe. And that's like where my mind was at the beginning of this. And and is often where it feels like this shaken up globe of a snow globe. And what I'm really looking for and what all of those things help me do is like you've taken that snow globe and you now set it on the table, no more shaking it, and you're just observing it. And you're just observing that slowly, even though, you know, if you're, if you're engaged and you're, you're that shaken up snow globe, it feels like it's never going to stop. Like it is ne- the, the movement, the craziness is never going to stop. But something I'm reminded of over and over and over again with all those things and with watching a snow globe is that if you set it down and you just observe it, things settle and things get clearer. If you watch a snow globe after you've shaken it up, all the snow eventually falls down to the bottom and you can see what's inside of it more clearly. You can see like the little Christmas trees or the little Santa on a sleigh. If that's, <laughs> that's the snow globe that you have, you can see the little 
the details inside, the, the actual things that are inside. And I feel like it's the same thing where when I'm engaging in those in any practice or any activity that helps me slow down and slow down, it's a similar feeling where I can feel, like I said at the beginning, I can feel myself dropping into my body. I get goosebumps. It's like, hi, friend. Hello, you're back. Welcome back. And my mind gets clearer. I can communicate more effectively. I can see my wants and needs more clearly. Um, And I can't see them clearly when I'm trying to do it from a place of crazy tornado. So, hmm. Yeah, I guess as I finish up this episode, I am... I am speaking from a place of much less dizziness much more calm you might even be able to sense this you might have even been able to sense that over the course of this episode and I guess my PSA for all you mamas out there give yourself some time find yourself some time I know I know it's hard to find time for yourself but do it. Slow it down. If you feel disconnected from yourself, it, it's like a huge, huge um, flag that you could use some stillness, my friend. And I say that as a friend, not as a coach, not as a, <laughs> and anything else. Just another mama, from mama to mama. Go sit on your bed and stare at the ceiling and see what comes up for you thank you so much for listening to this week's episode if you enjoyed this episode be sure to listen and subscribe to other great episodes of the motherhood project podcast you can find all these episodes wherever you normally listen to your podcast and don't forget to leave a review while you're there have a great day and i'll see you next week